ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond the library, friends beyond the binary. And if you're in a library, please be quiet eh? because it's and it's a perfect place to listen to this podcast on headphones and go to sleep. Uh, patrons, uh, wishing you the best. Uh, sleep well and uh, get a good night's sleep. And make sure you're checking your Patreon emails. You know, we're doing um, uh, I'm doing some live streams, trying to check in, build some consensus. Uh, so make sure you're getting your emails from Patreon or checking the uh, Patreon site. Uh, thanks, and let's keep the show going. All right. Uh, hey, all night, uh, but uh, tossing and turning, uh, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, travel, whatever it is, I want to create a safe place. I want to welcome you in. Come on in. Uh, glad you're here. Let me take you. Would you like me to take your, do you have a hat or coat or, uh, you know, an umbrella, anything I could take? Uh, I, got a, I got a nice uh, place to put it here. I got a gift bag for you. Uh, you know, it's like, come on in. We've got plenty of places, and this is a safe place. Glad you're here. You know, it doesn't even have a doorway, just a symbolic one to welcome you in. Glad. Did I say I'm glad you're here? Because I am. Come on in. Let's see. Let's sit down. Yeah, so I create a safe place. What I do is I send my voice as, I, as we step into this uh, even safer place here. I send my voice across the deep dark night. I use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, rooms within rooms within rooms, all places of, uh, you know, nice, cozy places with plenty of space uh, where you can relax. And I want to take your mind off whatever's keeping you up. Uh, maybe put a, you know, mild, um, a look of mild amusement or amusement. Uh, you want to take, you, do you want to take your shoes off or not? I got a whole uh, selection of socks here if you need them. Oh, yeah, and slippers and, um, you know, bun, yeah, bunny ones. Uh, I have onesies. I have rompers. I have I have it all. So go ahead, whatever, whatever you wish. Uh, I'm glad you're here. Uh, so I'm here to put you to sleep. And if you're new, welcome. Let me just give you the rundown. Structurally, the show is uh, six minutes of business at the top. Thanks for go- going through that. Uh, that's what keeps the podcast going. Without it, you know, wouldn't be able to keep the podcast free. Uh, so that's important. But if you're new, not super important. Uh, then we have an intro intros around 12 minutes or so over a few minutes into that. That's where I will, uh, like, uh, try to explain what the podcast is or make a metaphor, uh, explaining what it is, or I'll just try to explain what the podcast is and I get distracted. It does demonstrating my ability to be distracted and then come back and say, uh, you know, really hope I can help you fall asleep. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, then we'll have uh, like a, like our series, uh, holiday series, uh, a few short series for the holiday season. It's a soap opera without the, without the, it's a mel- mellow, it's mellow without the drama. Uh, 
it's a mal, 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 like mallow. Well, maybe we'll talk about those mallow bars. Because does anybody consider themselves a candy private eye? Because I could use one. I think I've talked about this on the show before. Hopefully I'll remember that. Uh, and then, so that'll be about 45 minutes of our mellow drama, mellow drama, mellow non-drama, mellorama. Welcome to, that's a safe place, a mellorama. If, if like, I'm going to buy a skating rink, I'm going to fill it with puffy stuff, and it'll be my mellorama. And then, then I'll say, like I say in a mellow, mellow voice, you, you spin me rise round, baby, rise round. And, uh, so anyway, <laughs> let me get off it. Like, so I don't earworm anybody. Uh, so that's the structure shows. And then there's some thank yous at the end. Now, if you're new, you also don't need to listen to this podcast. You could hear it. You could notice it. You could barely process it. You could just reflect it. Or you could be, it's like you're in the woods and a tree fell, but you didn't hear, hear the tree, but you were still in the woods, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, what if you're camping in your sleep and it falls, like, way the heck off? Uh, it still made a noise, I would assume. Uh, but you were asleep. And that's kind of like this podcast. We could say, you say, what, like, you're just chilling in your tent. You know, we get that cozy tent thing going. Maybe your snuggle buddies uh, snuggling up next to you asleep. You got a nice book go reading it. Maybe some nice warm light, and you're enjoying the book, and you hear like a swish. And then you say, well, that sounded like a swish. didn't sound like a tree falling, you know, like 800 meters away. That's what this is. They call it a podcast, and you'll say, well, I listened to a podcast. It wasn't like the other podcasts I listened to, uh, Night Vale, 99PI, Lore, Harmontown, My Brother, My Brother, Me, Bryce Sessions. Any, It's not like those. Uh, but they call it, he calls it a podcast. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of like that swishing tree when I'm in my tent. You know, like before when I was cooking dinner, I was listening to uh, Illusionist and Criminal back to back while I was grilling. And then we were doing the dishes. We listened to 30 for 30. And like, uh, wait, this podcast, like, oh, th- those are all riveting stories. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the theory of everything, we were totally thinking, hmm. Yeah, and then we listened to the launch left. And we had that debate. Like, uh, those are podcasts you listen to. Mine's one, maybe you hear it, maybe you don't. Uh, so no pressure to listen. But here's another, uh, like, thing. No pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for at least an hour to keep you company. I'm your boar friend. I'm your boar bay. I'm your boar bud. Your boar bra. Or whatever whatever you're comfortable with. Uh, like, uh, you could just be the, boar, the pod guy. As many people do call me, uh, but I'm here to keep you company in the deep dark night while you fall asleep to distract you and uh, just be, yeah, I don't know, be your friend to take your mind off of stuff. Uh, now if you want to be my friend, so those are the rules. You don't need to listen. No pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for at least an hour. There's, there's plenty of listeners I hear from on a regular basis, uh, that don't fall asleep, uh, because of whatever's going on with them. So I'm there. I'm there to the end. I'm dedicated to this show and to you, to helping you fall asleep or to keeping you company. also want to know if you're dedicated. If you're a candy, like if you're a candy sleuth, uh, you could probably just type this into Google, which I had, but like there used to be, and I think I probably talked about this in a few intros, 
Uh, but bear with me. There used to be another, you, you got the Reese's peanut butter cup, right? That's like a pretty popular thing. At some point in my childhood, and I don't know if it was a regional candy, but there was something called a mallow cup, uh, I believe. Now, again, I've gone into, like, I've fugue stated, uh, you know, I spend most of my life in either, uh, you know, fugue state, denial, daydreams, uh, illusions, delusions, uh, fantasies. So this could have been one of those. But I remember there was something called a mallow cup. I think it had a yellow wrapper. And it was the same cast, like, as a um, Reese's peanut butter cup, but instead it was something different. And I, and I know what you're saying. Oh, marshmallow and chocolate. No, not exactly marshmallow and chocolate. And maybe the sign, you know, maybe the sleuths will say, Scoots, that was 100% marshmallow and chocolate. And I say, hmm, really? You're positive there's no strange artificial flavors in there. And they'd say, well, let me get back to you. Uh, there's trade secrets, but, but it like, uh, I remember it had, uh, it did have some sort of creamy mallow like thing, but also had maybe a twinge of like, a artificial coconut. I don't know, maybe an artificial coconut flavor. And I think it had some chunks, uh, like good kind of the good kind of chunks, candy chunks and candy, not just chunks. And I believe it was called a mallow cup. And I would get those, like Charlie Brown would get a rock. Uh, the other kids would get candy. I would get a mallow. They'd say, you need to, you know what, you're the one that's always worrying. Here's a mallow cup, mellow out. Uh, but I remember I liked those. So, so I guess I'll have to go on the internet later and see if they really existed. And, but I guess I, like, I thought that would take up a few more minutes, uh, so that, but I think that is like this is this podcast is kind of supposed to be mellow, and we're gonna do mellow drama, but mellorama. Uh, so that'll be tonight's story and the story for the next couple of Thursdays. It'll be kind of linked. Uh, it'll be like a soap opera. You'll be able to get in, get out. You know, uh, people talk. Well, here's what it'll be: mostly people talking about stuff, nothing too intense because it's a it's a, it, it takes place at our mellorama. Uh, though it takes place at the North Pole, really. But anyway, if you're new here, like, the whole idea of the podcast is, uh, I've been there. The reason I make this show is because it can relate to what it feels like tossing and turning, wondering, what the heck, why can't I freaking fall asleep? Uh, It got a freaking rise round going through my head in mallow cups, uh, so now i got to get up and walk around and read a book, and they get back and you say, well, I still can't, what was keeping me awake? Uh, I did everything I was supposed to. I didn't have anything other than water since 11 a.m. I mean, other than lunch and dinner and, you know, leafy greens. I had, check, I had some leafy greens. Uh, I even rubbed my elbows with leafy greens uh, when I took a warm shower. I check. Uh, I did some breathing. Uh, I listed things I'm grateful. Well, I tried to think of stuff I was grateful for. Then I listed things I'm neutral about, which is, uh, you know, better than that's like on my way to the gratitude. I'm a neutral. I did a neutral list, uh, which I think is a big advancement for me. And, uh, then I'm like, uh, so I did all those things, uh, and I still can't fall asleep. What the heck? That happens to me a lot. And I say, like, I'm like, uh, what, why can't I just turn a switch? Or why doesn't this routine work 100%? Well, here's the thing. I'm going to be here to keep you company either way. I'd like to help because I've been there. 
And maybe I can put a mind, like, maybe I could take your mind off stuff and then you just drift off. You say, well, I, like, uh, you lost me at reindeer scoots. You lost me when you went on that tangent about chestnuts. Why do you need an open fire for chestnuts? You say chestnuts roasting on a freaking close to roasting in an oven. You know, then that's a uh, way more. Isn't that a better idea? Hey, like once you started talking about that, I fell asleep. Uh, so that's it. Like, I'm glad you're here. I appreciate you stopping by. Now, if you're new, give the podcast a few tries. Uh, I realize that uh, you're probably skeptical. This podcast is supposed to put, who does this person, you know, what in the heck? Why did this person tell me this? Podcast? Like, uh, I'm going to try to be your friend uh, in, in, or friendly or friend-like. Uh, doesn't work for everybody. Uh, but give it a couple tries, and then, you know, email me, LibriVox books. That's another thing you could try if this podcast doesn't help. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. I really work hard. I strive, and I yearn to help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our new un- yet untitled and probably won't be entitled till the se- till the run is finished uh, season- series, a holiday series. I'm thinking it'll be like North Pole stories. As an, I, 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 I had it on my to-do list to brainstorm this because I had, as the North Pole turns, I think that might be it. As the guiding northern lights of the North Pole turns, like, and you can probably get the wordplay already. As the North Pole turns, uh, there's like, a, like, a, as the guiding light of the North Pole turns. Uh, I don't know the other ones, uh, but so this is our new holiday series. It's a uh, soap opera, or I guess it's inspired by the soap operas uh, because it's not sponsored by soap. And I really think like uh, soap operas, I didn't watch a lot of them as a child. I watched, like, I think I talked about this one other time. One time I was home with my mom and like for two weeks from school, and I think I watched uh, soap operas then. And I kind of got into it maybe in the summer I could see like, oh, geez, I can see the appeal to this is very adult and uh, like I like the cliffhangers. So this bike is one of those things. Uh, uh, but, but like and then I read I've read a couple of good articles. There's this New Yorker article I talk about that I can't find right now. And it had to be the early aughts or just the end of nine, like ninety nine. It was probably the aughts. uh about uh, soap opera writing, and I said to myself, uh, like I like I had heard of like uh, about this, uh, like I said to my sleuth self, I have sleuth self. I said, uh, I said, I wonder if there's anyone keeping track of like uh, like if there's any old archives or anyone kept a journal or even audio recordings of the North Pole. Is particularly in the 1950s, because they said, well, I'd like it to have, a, like, a, like, a, like, a, like a, and, a, and I, I tracked someone down, and I guess for, for everything to make sense. So this is our, uh, you're not a narrator. Come on in. Right, good to see you. This is a Jack Frost, and I'm going to get Jack Frost and mic'd up here. Uh, but Jack Frost... Uh, uh, has these, uh, like, uh, has helped me, uh, put this together, this series. And Jack, you're not exactly a narrator. You're kind of like a voice of conscience, conscience, like kind of like I would hear on some of these radio broadcasts. Oh, thank you. Uh, 
Uh, Jack Frost here. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm not the uh, narrator per se. Uh, you may call me the voice of conscience, or uh, I like to call myself the place setter. Like I'm there setting the table for the characters. Uh, and yet, these North Pole stories, they were recorded in the 1950s, very, very popular in the North Pole. And there has been some debate, and I've kept the files as secret as I can because a lot of people say, well, is this fiction or nonfiction? And, you know, we've agreed to just play them as they exist, uh, uh, these North Pole stories, which you're calling, uh, Jack, I'm calling it As the North Pole Turns. And, Jack, you know, normally I have Antonio Banderas introduce things, but I'd love it if you would. Uh, so you're going to you'll you'll do the play setting. So every scene you'll set the table for us. So as listeners, uh, like it'll be it'll be because the podcast sleep podcast is usually accidentally confusing. I mean, the listeners don't know that. Uh, but I say, well, this totally makes sense. Uh, that's when I know I have myself a sleep hit. Uh you know what I'm saying? Am I making any sense, Jack? Uh, you're making a little bit of sense. So, yeah, I'll set the scene, and I'll try to give some clarity. But remember, this is a radio uh, drama, they call them. Uh, so it's going to be a little bit different. I've checked out your other podcasts, and this will be a little bit different, but very similar. And I think it'll put people to sleep. Now, Jack, now that I have you here, you're not going to be nipping at anyone's nose, are you? Uh, no. Oh, because there's a song, like, what about, uh, like, Toes Like Eskimos or something? Do, do, do you know anything about that, Jank? Yeah, I don't know what you're referring to, but uh, I'm excited uh, to be a part of uh, As the North Pole Turns. So that's that's the title that we've settled on now, Jack. Uh, so, Jack, why don't you tell us, actually, let's help in, like, uh, so why don't you tell us about a few of the characters uh, that we can expect this season and as the North Pole turns. Okay, well, we have uh, Donner and Blitzen uh, play a big part in this uh, season of uh, these stories here, uh, two of the reindeer. We have uh, uh, Reverend Molding, who is a, uh, uh, or, or like an American, who is uh, uh, working with the North Pole, and it, it plays a big part. Uh, we have Ginny Jingle, uh, who's the uh, head of uh, production uh, for the elves, kind of the leader of uh, of the Northern Pole elves, and her husband, uh, Jangle Jingle. Okay, so we have Jing- Ginny Jingle and Jangle Jingle, Donner and Blitzen. Uh, Common and Cupid appear at all? Uh, let me tell you about a few of the other characters you could expect. is uh, uh, Fiona F- Fireside, a reporter... Uh, uh, for Elf News 1, and her partner, Rolfine, who is uh, like a head caretaker and trainer of reindeer. And, Jack, what about Santa and Santa Claus? And, so this is the 1950s in the North Pole, and I didn't really pay attention to history class. Like, is it, So is this anything like Happy Days, uh, Jack? Oh, now I know why you're on the, now I know why you're on the, oh, my on the naughty list? Uh, like, it, just being a buffoon can get you on the naughty list. Uh, is Fonzie or Fozzie in this? Okay, do you have any serious questions? Because I'm ready for North Pole stories, to, as the North Pole turn, you know, I'm ready for what we agreed upon to begin. 
Well, is, is Santa Claus or Mrs. Claus in this story? Uh, you know that uh, we can't reveal those things at this time. Okay, well, uh, I'm, I'm very excited to see. So this is the 1950s. Can you set the mood? Like, I've never been to the North Pole, but I can picture, like, uh, is is there, like, a beautiful snow falling? Yes, there is. Uh, there's a chill in the air, but it's not too much of a chill. And the pine trees grow uh, as the shadows grow up in the north. But the northern lights uh, also bring joy to your heart. And the joy in the heart of the elves preparing for the holiday season. And everyone at the North Pole, whether it's 1950, 1951, 2, 3, 4, 5, or 1999, or 2017, uh, Everyone there is preparing for a happy holiday season uh, to spread good cheer. and uh, But at the same time, everyone's uh, also just living their lives. Uh, but that's the part you don't see down here in the netherworld, as we call it. Uh, but uh, we're here to give you. Can we start, please? Okay, Jack. Well, I'm just trying to, you know, maybe set the, like, uh, does it smell like gingerbread at the North Pole? In some places it does, near the gingerbread, like, uh, also smells like pine, uh, cranberries in places, uh, turkey, who's stuffing even at the uh, cafeteria. Is, is stuffing aside every day at the cafeteria, like I can get, I can picture 1950s, so I go to the cafeteria if I'm an elf. Uh, also, are meals included with your uh, service? Uh, they are. Like, so I can go, like, I go into a cafeteria we don't really have cafeterias anymore. Uh, I mean, like, uh, that I know about, except at schools and stuff. Uh, but so I would get a scoop of mashed potatoes and a scoop of stuffing in like an ice cream scoop. Uh, we call it a stuffing scoop, a scooper, uh, and a mashed potato scooper. But yes, you could do that. Uh, could I still, do you have like throwback nostalgia, like 1950s, uh, cafeteria still there? Actually, you're very uh, forward-thinking. We do. Uh, yeah, we, but, but I'm not here to, like, uh, give you a do. Okay, thank you. Um, so I guess that's it. I guess I'm here with uh, Jack Frost, and we're here to present the first episode of As the North Pole Turns. Uh, good morning, Miss Jingle. Uh, you're going to go downstairs. You can smell that Blitzen's already prepared breakfast. Uh, and you know Blitzen wants to talk about returning to active duty. But there's something in your oven, your cookie oven, that says different, doesn't it, uh, Miss Jingle? But there's part of you that doesn't want to say anything, huh? Is it because you're worried about uh, what Blitzen will say? Or is it that you're worried you're wrong? Well, I'm sure everything will work out just fine. Uh, Ginny, uh, why don't you go downstairs? It sounds like Blitzen's uh, finishing up breakfast. Oh, hello, Blitzen. Thank you so much for making breakfast. Uh, well, I know you have a big meeting today, uh, and I want you well-fed. Oh, thanks, Blitzen, yes. Uh, and how are you feeling today? Uh, 
Here's your, here's your eggs. Here's your eggs, Jenny. I've got them uh, just like you like them, over medium. And how am I feeling? I'm feeling full of that holiday spirit. Uh, I feel like a sugar plum. Of, I feel like a vision of a sugar plum uh, dancing, dancing along at a sugar plum dance. Uh, oh, well, that's good, Blitzen. Did, did you, have you heard from Dr. Ross? What did Dr. Ross uh, uh, say about you dancing? Oh, there was a, oh no, the toast, the toast burnt. I'm sorry, Jenny. I'm just excited, or nervous excited, I guess. Oh, about going uh, back to duty, huh? Yes, yes, so, sorry. Here, the toast is, uh, I'll make another set of toast. Uh, but yeah, I know I can't dance. Uh, uh, speaking of dancing, what do you think Santa's going to say about this? Uh, I was reading uh, this article here. It says this plastic stuff uh, that the toys, it's really made from oil. Is that true? Like oil, like the geysers uh, at the Texas goo? Oh, uh, yes, I'm supposed to get a briefing on that today. But it is uh, it is a composite. Yes, I, I think uh, petroleum is one of the main ingredients in plastic. Yes, uh, yes, it's, in, it's also one of the, the main appeals, I guess. So it's not metal, it's not wood. I heard that they're going to use molds. Uh, what all the elves think about all that? Uh, injecting goop into molds instead of crafting toys. Well, Blitzen, I think you know we'll build consensus as we always do. Uh, but, uh, you know, just because we're at the North Pole doesn't mean we don't have to come to grips with reality. And sometimes that means things change. You know, we all know, we all know what it means, uh, change or progress. Uh, kind of like the progress you're making with uh, Dr. Ross. Uh, oh, geez, said ring, ring, ring. The phone's ringing. Uh, excuse me. Oh, I'll get it. I'll get it, Blitzen. You, you do worry about the toast. Uh, yes, hello. Uh, oh, yes, hello, Donner. It's good to hear from you. Yes, yes, uh. Oh, yes, I'm terrific. Thank you. No, no, I'll pass the message on. No, no, you have a good day, Donner. Uh, what's the toast? The toast is burning again, Blitzen. Oh, dear, I'm so sorry. Okay, well, that was Donner, and uh, Donner said to have a good day back at work. Uh, Donner might not be there when you come in. Uh, Ginny, is everything okay? You seem, you don't seem to be yourself, uh, is there something you're not telling me about these plastics and the uh, the representatives that are here to work with uh, uh, management? Oh well, Blitzen, it's 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 you know it's it's just that I want the best for everything and everyone. But I really I'm here to mainly represent the interests of the elves and the elven workers and uh, our co-workers. Uh, that the best thing for everyone. But when we share a vision. I don't know. You know, compromise is very hard, Blitzen. And, and like we just said a few minutes ago, change is even harder. Uh, and I just worry about everyone. You know, I really, really worry about uh, people accepting change. And and while we'll have to accept the, the change of the plastics and the you know, the less metal toys and less wood toys and the wood carvers and the metal crafters. Uh, 
I don't know how to get them to accept the change. They, would you have any advice uh, for them? You know, when things change, uh, maybe they can't go back to the way they were. What would you say to them, uh, Blitzen? Well, that's a good question, Jenny. I'm not sure. I'm, uh, I'm trying to keep an eye on this toast. Uh, and it's really hard, uh, because what if you don't want things to change? Uh, and then they do, and you don't like it. Uh, yeah, it's just not fair. And I thought, uh, you know, what are we up here working for all the time? Uh, if we don't get what we want, uh, and I know that's a kid's way to look at it, uh, but I just think that maybe that's what they're thinking is saying, well, I'd rather not change. And now, uh, this change happened anyway. And now what am I going to do? Maybe I'll just, uh, uh, you know what I mean, Jenny? Oh yes. I'm just trying to watch the toast too, but it looks like the toast is almost done. Yes, it's odd, but, uh, you know, I have to run along now, so I'll, I'll take that toast to, to go. Just pop it out now, and I'd rather it be underdone. Uh, uh, you have a good day, Blitzen, and, and I'll see you later. Okay, you have a good day, too, Jenny. Well, Fiona, uh, Jack Frost here, your conscience. Uh, this is one big interview. I hope you're ready, because this could be a big break, uh, a break you've been waiting for. But there's something nagging at you. Is it the disagreement you had at home with Rolfine, or is it something else? Well, you better get ready for your interview, Fiona. Yes, this is Fiona Fireside, here live uh, for Elf News 1. Okay, great. So, like, okay, let me see. Can you Can you hear me in the headset? Okay. Uh, okay, can I have a few minutes, because uh, I want to do some, uh, is, is uh, Reverend Molding in the building? Okay, just send him in and cut our mics. I, I want to just have some quiet time with him uh, to build some rapport, and then I'll be ready. Yeah, hello, everyone. Let me just do one run through before he gets here. Okay, just cut the mics, please. Uh, no? Uh, okay, whatever. Just send him in. This is Fiona Fireside for Elf News, Elf News 1. Oh, goodness, I guess I am a little nervous. Uh, Fiona Fireside reporting for Elf News 1. Oh, Reverend Molding, hello, right over here. It's good to see you. Yes, I'm Fiona Fireside. Oh, you do recognize me. Thank you. Uh, what is this you have here? Well, uh, Fiona, I've brought you and the rest of the station staff... Uh, these poinsettias, uh, poinsettias, uh, some people say. Now I see you recoiling, because uh, I heard you were allergic to poinsettias, uh, poinsettias. Uh, but I want you to hold this one and to take a good look at it, Fiona, because uh, I don't think it's going to bother your uh, allergies. Oh, oh, uh, it's it's lighter than a no. Is this? Uh, this isn't a real plant, is it? It looks so real, and there's even little snow and water crystals on it. Uh, is this what they, I've heard about these? Uh, what is, is this a silk poinsettia? Oh, no, Fiona, this is a plastic poinsettia. The uh, latest uh, thing we're working on uh, at a Molding Industries, and uh, 
I thought I'd bring some of you for the some for the station staff to bring home. But particularly, I knew you 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 love uh, the color. But I had heard you had an allergy, and I figured it would be. I didn't mean to you know frighten you and worry about you sneezing. I know we're about to go live on air. Oh no, I think this is terrific, Reverend Molding. This will be good. Uh, for, uh, we, okay, we're going in uh, live in a few minutes. Uh, you're all mic'd up, Reverend, right? We'll have a seat. Uh, and I know I'm not allowed to ask you, you call yourself Reverend, but I know I won't be covering any, uh, any of that, but I'd be more interested to just talk to you one-on-one about, uh, kind of Reverend, you know, not on the air. Yeah, that's fine, Fiona. I'm glad you're curious. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, I'll, uh, why don't you put the poinsettia in your lap and, uh, and, uh, okay, thanks, thanks, Brad. Uh, yes, this is, uh, Fiona Fireside here for Elf News, Elf News, Elf News One. Nobody's perfect, right? And I'm here live with Reverend Molding. You may be, uh, reading some things about, uh, the future of, uh, toy production and, uh, the worldwide uh, demand that's increased. And, uh, you know, Santa's, but, but I'm here live uh, to ask some questions of Reverend Molding who's consulting with Santa and how we can increase output and increase joy in the world. And you might see here, uh, if anybody knows and they follow me, uh, if anyone uh, has been reading, read about, read up on me, you know, I'm allergic to poinsettias, uh, but uh, Reverend Molding, you have a poinsettia in your lap and I'm not sneezing. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about it? Well, thanks, uh, Fiona, and thanks everyone here at the North Pole for being so welcoming and so forward-thinking about the future of spreading joy at the holiday season and all year round. Uh, and yes, this point set on my lap is uh, made of plastic. It's uh, you might call it an imitation uh, poinsettia, but even you, Fiona, you thought it was real, did you not? Oh, yes, I did. I was. Uh, there's even little uh, snow crystals on it. Uh, yeah, are there sparkles uh, hidden? I'm noticing it's sparkling a little. Yes, Fiona, we have uh, snowflakes and crystals and sparkles. Uh, I don't know if you can see it at home, but uh, this poinsettia has even more holiday cheer than a living one, I think. Uh, and, you know, no digging and no planning. You just put it there. No sneezing by Fiona. Thank you for having me on uh now, Reverend Molding, I guess I want to get right into this interview and ask you some questions. Uh, there's allegations of a work slowdown here at the North Pole related to, to Santa's uh, Plastics Initiative, which you are the lead consultant on. And some of the trade unions have expressed uh, a lot of objections uh, to using the word work slowdown and that there is no work slowdown. So those are allegations, as I said. Uh, but they, even calling into dispute uh, the, 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 your argument or the argument being put forth of uh, sustainability and meeting demand and increasing Santa's, uh, increasing the joy. Uh, that was his 20-year uh, 20, 20 plan that we're in the middle of. Uh, and there's also this uh, recent paper by... Uh, uh, Dr. Puffybeard, who says that uh, loss of these tactile skills of uh, the craftsmanship of uh, woodworking, metallurgy, th- that a lot of these things are being lost in the pla- with the plastics initiative and that they won't be able to be recovered. 
and uh, th- that it's going to have an impact not just on the elven economy, uh, but on the elven way of life and uh, w- well-being of the elves that are the craftspeople. And I wonder if you could comment on that. Well, thanks, uh, Fiona. You know, I'm here at the North Pole because I believe in Christmas joy in the holiday season. And I'm working very closely with Santa and the leaders in the Elven community, uh, the leaders in other communities, and even the uh, crafts uh, unions uh, uh, to try to meet the demand to increase Christmas joy across the world. Uh, you know, we live in something that's being slowly called a global village, and uh, I want to see happy faces on all of the villagers in the global village. And as many reports have also come out, uh, uh, the beliefs in the North Pole and Santa Claus are uh, plummeting. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, and at the same time, uh, you know, output, uh, whether it's a work slowdown or it's just reality uh, uh, that we can't keep up with demand here at the North Pole, what would happen in which uh, is a lagging indicator and which is a leading indicator? Is joy down because belief is down, or is belief down because output is down? Uh, but Fiona, I wanted to talk about the other thing you said, which is uh, the tactile skills. And uh, I would put forth to, to all of the uh, elven people watching uh, this report uh, and to those wise, wise leaders that said, what about these tactile skills, the joy of woodworking, of metallurgy, of painting? of crafting, of building, uh, that I'm not here to threaten any of those things or to make them go away. I'm here to say that that's a higher calling, Fiona. And while that will be mass production of toys will move away from that, uh, that could be a good thing uh, to open up these craftspeople uh, to putting more time into it. Instead of it being an industrial process, it could be a process of of joy for themselves uh, as a pastime, and they could take all the time they need instead of trying to meet output schedules. And, uh, you know, we all know that down there in the the lower lands, uh, they think that this is all accomplished by magic and not by hard work. But we know different, don't we, Fiona? Oh, yes, yes. So so could you elaborate a little bit more on what you're talking about uh, about these precious skills uh, to, to, to the elven people. Well, you say, I mean, I believe working with your hands is an important thing. And that not only could they start to create, uh, you know, a higher impact uh, pieces and maybe models that we could model toys after, they could also become teachers and pass this knowledge on to not just elves, but the children of the world or the adults of the world, because, oh boy, do those adults need something to do down there. And, you know, I I come from quite a background, Fiona, and I've learned that uh, self-determination of being a bootstrapper is uh, just as important as having vision and Christmas joy, right? Uh, Am I right, everybody? Okay, well, you know, Reverend Molding, thank you for that. That is a brilliant answer, and I think that'll uh, settle the hearts and the minds of many of the people listening. Uh, but I have one last question about the toys and and the movement to plastic production. 
uh, and away from uh, wooden toys and metal toys. And, you know, while we have a tiny bit of your plastic uh, in, in some of the toys here, we've always had something here at the North Pole. And it's an unofficial rule, but it's called the Andy Rule. Are you familiar with the Andy Rule, uh, Reverend Molding? Um, uh, well, Fiona. Well, we use a little Andy, as maybe you are familiar, I'm not sure, but uh, anyone that's listening, I think everyone knows. But little Andy is a little Earth boy, and we use him as a model uh, for toy usage. And not exactly the ideal model little Andy is, uh, but we always go on the assumption that whatever we make here at the North Pole, little Andy's going to put it in little Andy's mouth. And he also, not only will little Andy put it in his mouth, he'll chew on it, little Andy, and he'll do many other things. So we ask ourselves, what would little Andy do with this? Uh, and then we do a little, little Andy's teacher or his caretaker, his mother, his father. Say, what did you, why would you do that with that? Uh, why would you take a wooden duck and do blankety blank? Uh, why would you take a metal? So I'm just wondering if plastics pass, have passed uh, the little Andy test uh, or, or or what you're thinking about that, because that's an essential part of the North Pole uh, thinking is that even though we're mass producing things, uh, uh, there's a lot of thought that goes into it where this is systems based uh, economy. I think that maybe I read that somewhere. Uh, it doesn't take in this uh, little Andy factor. Uh, so I guess what I'm asking, well, Fiona, let me just stop you right there because I think I hear what you're asking, and I think I can tell you uh, that I don't know what movies you've been watching or what you've been reading in your spare time, but I think I can say in the words of uh, uh, a very popular person with children uh, it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow, Fiona. The future is a wonderfully safe place uh, where people that are allergic to uh, poinsettias, for example, could have a home full of poinsettias. And where children like little Andy uh, could have all sorts of toys and they could pass the toy test. Or maybe little Andy would find his new toy so interesting uh, so engrossing, so immersive that little Andy wouldn't even put them in little Andy's mouth. Uh, because when you start to think about what the opportunities that plastics allow us here at the North Pole, Fiona, uh, they unlock things uh, beyond the imagination of uh, simple craftspeople. Uh, maybe like a child... Uh, little elven girl who always dreamed of a furry octopus and you get it because i have a gift for you here fiona it's in this box right here a girl that always told uh, santa claus uh, i'd like to have an octopus i could pet with fur uh oh wait a second uh is that what's in this box oh my goodness i'm opening it up it's a furry octopus and this is a fur no, Fiona, that is a plastic. That octopus is of many different types of plastic or plastic-based products. And not only does it feel like real fur, does it not, Fiona? Oh, yes, it does. Oh, I can pet this octopus, and uh, it's also a little bit squishy. I can even hold it. Uh, it, it it's nice. 
Yeah, that's right, Fiona. It's a nice, uh, it's a, uh, it's an octopus. So that's, I think that's all we have. Thank you, Fiona, for having me on. And, uh, I'm glad I can see the Christmas joy on your face. Uh, and I hope uh, to work with everyone here at the North Pole to replicate that. Okay, this is Fiona Fireside for Alpha News One uh, reporting. Hey, Donner, this is Jack Frost. Uh, looks like Rolf Fien said uh, she's really looking out for your uh, best interests, huh? Uh, but if uh, flying reindeer were born to fly, or reindeer were born and then given the power of flight, so in some sense they were born to fly, why does Rolfine uh, seem so set on uh, keeping you from flying, Donner? And what does this have to do with Blitzen? What really happened? Oh, here she comes. Uh, good luck, Donner. Uh, good afternoon, Rolfine. Uh, how you doing today? Oh, hello, Donner. Uh, how good to see you. Uh, Slate teams are looking very good from uh, the reports I see from training this morning. Uh, that's very good. Have they been, I don't see any reports though on following uh, my, uh, uh, bedtime, uh, uh, sleep protocols. Uh, do, do you have those reports ready for me, Donner? Well, I, uh, uh, the team was a little bit, uh, uh, tired. They said they didn't need your bedtime routines uh, to sleep. Uh, we, we found it a little bit, uh, like uh, get, putting the cart before the, before the horse, as they say, Rolfine. And really, like all this running and, and the stuff's got us tired. And uh, I wanted to talk to you, actually. Uh, Blitzen's supposed to be back to work today. And uh, it's a little bit uh, awkward, you know. Uh, and I was hoping we'd get to fly to uh, welcome Blitzen back. Uh, well, you can't possibly expect to fly if uh, you uh, if you haven't slept properly or followed the sleep protocols. Uh, and I've been paying strict attention to your calorie counts and your food intake of the entire team, and you seem to be setting a terrible example, Donner. Uh, this isn't a laughing matter, and I know you're smirking at me as I speak, but uh, uh, you you are a team. Uh, and I am the manager of the team. I, I am your superior officer. Well, I mean, I'm a reindeer and you're an elf, Rolfine, no offense. Uh, and I know you're, uh, part elf and part, uh, uh, snow person, but, uh, you know, we don't take orders. We, uh, we work as a team with our team leader, uh, Santa Claus. Well, uh, Actually, you don't anymore. I, I'm in charge, and I think we've gone through this. And with Blitzen, uh, Donner, uh, there won't be any flying today, and there may not be any more flying, period. Uh, and I know you say, well, what about Christmas, or what are we going to do, or go fly? You know, I know what you say about me behind my back, and I'm only here to help, uh, to help all of the reindeer and all the other creatures in the North Pole. And let me ask you another question, Dana. Are you a beast of burden? Do you consider yourself a beast of burden? Or do you consider yourself like a uh, a, a bird that likes to fly higher than an eagle or whatever it is? 
Well, I don't know what you're trying to say, Rolfine. And, and I don't understand. Uh, you seem to just be, fo- you seem to focus on the details and lose focus on the plan. Uh, on the big picture, which is uh, flying the sleigh Christmas Eve and working the long nights. And uh, I've been assured by Santa that this plastics initiative is going to lighten the load by 88%. Uh, which will counteract all of the stuff you've been working so hard, the dieting, uh, the, the training, muscle mass, the sleep. We don't need any of that because uh, we're not going to be carrying as heavy loads. And uh, this is what we're, we, we do. We're Santa's reindeer. And I don't know why you're standing in the way and claiming it's uh, like that. You know what's best for reindeer when you're not even a reindeer. Well, you know what, Donner, I, I do. I, I don't uh, claim to know what's best. I'm trying to learn what's best. And again, you might have one impression of what uh, uh, Santa Claus wants, uh, and I may have another. Uh, but when you look at the chain of command, uh, it, 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 it has me at the head of the sleigh uh, until Christmas Eve and you know, uh, you're not the only team of reindeer that can fly anymore. And I realize you have these veteran, this veteran attitude and all this experience and, and all this knowledge. And I'm here to try to help you. I'm not here to keep you from flying. I'm here to keep you flying long into the future. I'm just wondering uh, the difference between right and wrong and... Uh, you know, just because a kid loves candy doesn't mean they can eat candy all of the time. Well, I don't like to be talked to like I'm a child, especially, uh, when you have someone, uh, who's, uh, I mean, I, you know, I realize with, with Blitzen, you know, you, you know, I don't know if you caught the news at lunch, uh, but there's someone in someone else's life out there, propaganda, plastic propaganda. Okay, we'll just leave my wife out of it. I don't want her, I, you know, this is none of your business. And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to do my best. Uh, I have a vision of uh, sustainability for reindeer, and that's my focus. And, yes, my focus must complement uh, what you as a reindeer team wants and what you feel is best for you within the protocols that I've developed. And, you know, Donna, I, I don't mean to... Uh, uh, you know, point fingers. But I think if you were following my sleep protocol, you wouldn't be so grouchy because I think this might be a part of it. Maybe your judgment's off because, uh, maybe your judgment's off because you haven't been sleeping well and you've been eating too much junk food. Oh, oh, hello, Blitzen. Uh, sorry, Don, Donna and I were just, uh, uh, having a discussion about, uh, you know, I'll leave you to excuse me. Well, hey, Blitzen, it's uh, good to see you. Oh, yeah, it's good to see you too, uh, uh, Donner. Uh, how are things over at uh, uh, Jenny Jingle's house? Uh, are they treating you okay? They are. Uh, I was hoping to get up flying today. Did you? you it doesn't sound like Rolfine. Did, did, did Rolfine say you've been only eating junk food and not sleeping? Yeah, Blitzen, uh... You know, I've, I've uh, missed you, and uh, 
miss hanging out with you and having to be a part of our team. And I miss your friendship and I'm sorry. And I thought I'd uh, talk her into uh, letting you fly and let us all fly today, but we're grounded if, uh, until all the reports go back, uh, get back on what happened exactly. Have you remembered anything since you've been over at uh, Jangles? I've been having these dreams. Um, I've been dreaming about, uh, well, it is just these strange dreams, uh, you know, like, uh, the, the kids and Christmas, you know, the, the, how they dream. I've been dreaming. I'm a kid dreaming on Christmas. Uh, and that uh, I'm, I'm starting to dream. And then these sugar plums come. And they put me on their shoulders. And they say, you're the king of the sugar plums now, uh, Blitzen. And I say, no, 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 I'm a reindeer. And they say, no, you're you're a little boy. And you're the king of the sugar plums. And then I go off to a sugar plum land. And I realize uh, that uh, the, the sugar plums, are, uh, they say, we care about you. We lo- and they make me feel good. They say, wow, tell us more. And everything I say, they seem impressed and interested in. And and I start to make friends with all these sugar plums, and I feel like a leader. I feel like I'm producing, and I feel like I'm flying on the inside, but really I'm just there uh, working with these sugar plums. And it's a dream, so everything happens kind of fast. And then uh, all of a sudden the sugar plums, there's a big chaos, and I say, what's wrong, what's wrong? And they say, there's uh, somebody that likes eating junk food, and they've arrived in our world, and... Uh, uh, their favorite food is sugar plums, and it was you, Donner, and then you've been having a dream. Uh, I guess that's why I asked why you're, drink, you're eating so much junk food. Uh, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, that's weird, Bullets, and uh, but I got to get back. I got to go check the Like uh, Maybe we could talk about this some more later. Uh, I'm sorry I couldn't get you a fly today. Okay, well, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to take a break, I guess. Uh, and I'll talk to you later. Okay, good night. Uh, I mean, good night when you go home to the to the Jangles. Uh, talk to you soon. And this is Jack Frost, everybody, uh, saying good night. Uh, as, as your uh, world turns, uh, so does the North Pole. Jack Frost uh, uh, saying good night and kissing at your nose.